Life Audio. You are listening to Hope for Women with Father Wounds, Episode 34. Trusting God when you have trust wounds. I am your host, Kia Stevens. This podcast is for women who have experienced pain in their father-daughter relationship as a result of divorce, abandonment, abuse, incarceration, addiction, or a physically present but emotionally absent father. The aim of this podcast is to help you exchange your father wound for the love of God the Father. If you are benefiting from this podcast and think it might help another woman, I encourage you to share it with a friend, rate, comment, and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now let's dive in. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. The audio for this podcast episode was originally recorded in a YouTube live series on my YouTube channel. You can find the link to my channel in the show notes below. Hi, friends. I hope that you are doing well. And I apologize for being about three minutes late. I'm always at the last minute. Anyways, Welcome to those of you who are watching live and who will watch via the replay. This is Lunch Break with Kia. I'm Kia, and I'm so honored to have you join me uh, in this conversation about trust wounds. If you are new to the conversation, I want to invite you to subscribe by hitting that red subscribe button so you don't miss a lunch break and any other videos that I post, you will be privy to. And With that being said, I want to go ahead and dive into this conversation. I'm going to open up in prayer as I'm in the habit of doing, and then we're going to talk about it. All right. Father, we just thank you, God, for this day. We thank you for this vehicle, YouTube, an opportunity to, you know, connect in this way, God. And and I really ask that you would help me, you would help those that are watching as we tackle trust. It is. It's a lot, God. It really is a lot, God. But I know that you are trustworthy. You are a faithful God, Lord. And if there is anyone that we can trust, it is you, Lord. So I am asking that you will help us through this live today. I honor you and bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, y'all. So I'm going to be transparent as I'm in the habit of being and just say yesterday was a complete debacle. It was a complete debacle. I shared with my email list, which if you're not on my email list, be sure and subscribe. 
but um, or subscribe, sign up. Anyways, I share with my email list how I was trying to find CVS. Now I'm looking at the GPS and I see, see, I can see it on the little map that they have. But as I'm driving and looking at where they say CBS is, I can't find it. I can I cannot find it to save my life. And so I literally went around in circles. Not once, not twice, not three times, maybe four times, y'all, just going around in circles and 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 getting frustrated as you can imagine, the more that I was driving. And now this is not the first time that I've been lost. I have been lost many times. And so we know the symptoms that happen when you get lost. You get, you know, stressed out, anxiety, the whole nine. And meanwhile, I'm talking to God saying the things that a good Christian girl should say, like, you know, God, I I trust you. I know that you're faithful. I know that you're with me. I know you as a guide. So now if you could execute that attribute right now, it would be would be pretty good if you come on and show me where the CVS is. And I prayed, you know, that prayer wasn't exactly those words. I paraphrased a little bit and still did not find a CVS, which led to frustration and doubt that God was going to come through for me at all. And so I'm in my car by myself and I said, where are you, God? Where are you? Why haven't you answered me by now? Maybe you can't relate. Maybe your relationship with God is more reverent. Moment of silence. Anyways, y'all, after I got to the end of my rant, I look up and there it was, CVS, boom, right in front of my face. And I saw another turn that I could take to get there. It, it was just kind of in the, it doesn't even matter. I looked up and I saw it and in that moment, I was like, this is an illustration. Every time I have crazy stuff happen in my life, I'm like, oh, this is an illustration. I can use it for either a podcast, a message, or a devotion. That's how my mind works. Anyways, y'all, I was like, this is about trust. This is about how you behave when things are not going the way that you want them to go. When you are afraid, when you are uncertain, when you can't see your way, you automatically decide God is not trustworthy. Maybe it's just me. So where did that come from? I believe that it came from someplace in my childhood, possibly my father. Uh, and I've talked about this, how depending on the type of dad that you have had, you can perceive that God is like that. And so you begin to view God through this lens that should not be applicable to God because God is not viewed through any lens, any human lens. We can't take the behavior of one person and place that on God and say, that is who God is. That is not who God is. And so in that moment, in my moments of panic, I'm like, you can't be trusted. I got to fix the situation myself. I got to control it. I got to manipulate it. I got to change it. I got to because you are not going to come through in the same way that my potentially father did not come through or that my so-and-so did not come through. And I'm not going to be let down again because I don't like that feeling 
of not being in control and not knowing if someone is going to come through for me because I've put my trust in this person, right? May not be you, might just be me. You know, I'm thinking about that at leadership exercise. I don't know if y'all have done this, the trust fall, where you fold your arms like this and then you say falling to let the people know that should be behind you with their arms like this. They should be behind you with their arms like this, ready to catch you. And then they say, fall on. And then you fall back. That is the most unnerving feeling. But that's what God is asking us to do when he says, trust me. He's saying, put your hands back like this and say, falling. And then he's saying, fall on. But some of us are like, no, wait a minute. We're looking back. We're we're trying to build a safety net, put some pillows back there. Like, you know, wait a minute, God, I'm going to fall back as soon as I make sure there is a small cushion to catch me if you don't. Okay. So let's talk about some of the indicators of a trust wound. Okay. Pull these off the internet. You can do the same. Hard to put your guard down around other people. You're afraid to be completely vulnerable with others. Obviously, I don't have that problem because here I am on the Internet. I don't share everything with y'all. You have self or other identified committal issues. You try to control others' behavior in subtle ways. I don't do that. You'd rather drive than have someone else drive. I don't do that. You are constantly scanning others to know whether or not you are safe with them. I do do that. Difficulty trusting yourself. You may have low self-esteem. I think we talked about that last week. You have a hard time making decisions. You second guess your decisions. You regret your decisions. You struggle with not feeling like you are enough. You are envious of others and feel like it's inherently easier for them than you. So those are just a couple of examples of how we might know if we have some trust wounds or trust issues. I think we've commonly heard it that way. Now, I don't want to deal with trusting people because I think that's a whole nother video But what I'll say about trusting people is that we give our trust to people after there is evidence of a proven track record, proven over time. We don't just trust people to be trusting them because of their position or because of their title or because of their relationship with us. We need to trust people based on their proven track record over time, okay? And then in in saying that, even if we choose to trust somebody after they have demonstrated over time that they are trustworthy, we still want to look at those people underneath the umbrella of all people are flawed and all people Uh, are prone to fail us, right? So that we will not have grandiose expectations that people can't feel. 
Mm-hmm. It's tight, but it's right. Okay. So how do we trust God? If we're looking at him sideways, like, mm, I don't know if I trust you. My suggestion is just one. I don't have a list for you today. It's to take baby steps. That's it. Take baby steps. If you think about a baby, when they walk, they're kind of teetering all over the place. You know, they take one step uh, 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 and then they might fall and they might stumble. They get back up. They try it again. You know, and each with each step, they're getting stronger and their steps are getting firmer and they're getting more confident in their ability to stand up on their own and move from place to place. It is not an immediate process. No baby just takes off and starts running. No baby just immediately has perfect balance. No baby gets on their two feet without looking a little bit uncertain of how things are going to go. Okay. And that is what I am equating a trust walk with God to be like. Maybe we take the area of finances and we say, okay, God, I'm going to trust you to come through this month in this area. And what that means, if we say, I'm going to trust you, I'm going to believe you, maybe it's in paying your tithes. And I'm going to pay my tithes and believe that you're going to come through in this area. You may be tempted to find another way to get an XYZ bill paid. But choosing to trust is choosing to remind yourself, self, I'm going to trust God, attaching a scripture onto that, reciting that scripture, and not allowing yourself to step in and control, change, manipulate, or fix. I'm going to tell y'all, it is the hardest thing to do, especially for someone who is prone to fix, control, change, manipulate all the things. But if we are going to begin to trust God, when our, when we feel the tension, when we are afraid, when our heart rate is elevated, when the anxiety comes in, we say, no, I am choosing to trust God with the outcome. Okay. Now, for my personal quiet time, I've been studying Hebrews or Hebrews has been studying me rather. I just, it's going through me. And I happen to be on chapter 11. I'm on chapter 11. And I'm really each little verse in chapter 11, the Lord has been speaking to me and I've been getting so much from it. And, and so I'm right now just kind of stuck with Abraham and Sarah. That's such a unique situation. When you look at Abraham's trust, God gave Abraham a promise. And it was several years later before he manifested that. I mean, my goodness, goodness, you know, and when God manifested the promise, it was in a situation where Sarah was past childbearing age. Abraham was past childbearing age and Sarah was barren. What in the world? 
And yet I saw the scripture in Hebrews and it challenged me. Okay, this is the scripture, Hebrews 11 and 11. And it says, and by faith, even Sarah, who was past childbearing age, was enabled, which means there had to be an enabler. She didn't do it on her own to bear children because she considered him thankful who made the promise. This scripture is saying to me, it happened because she considered him faithful. Which says to me, what type of perspective and view do you have about God? That's back to that lens I was telling you. Are you perceiving God to be untrustworthy? Are you perceiving God to be unfaithful? Are you perceiving God to be like man? And he is not like man. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to me. I'm talking to me. In those moments, if we can get a hold of ourselves and say, self, remind yourself of who God is. He can be trusted, which also says, do we even know who God is? And I spent an exorbitant amount of time talking about who God is on my podcast. I think the link is in the description. If it's not, I'll make sure it is. This past season, just talking about the attributes of God, the characteristics of God. When we take time and immerse ourselves in who scripture says God is, It can help us in those times where we're feeling wobbly and uncertain of whether or not we can trust God. Okay, so some of us may need to go back, myself included. And I did the podcast. (laughs) LOL, LOL. But some of us may need to go back and remind ourselves of who God is so that when we feel anxious and when we feel uncertain, and not sure that God is going to come through for us, we can remind ourselves that he is faithful. He is trustworthy. He is a good God. He is a loving God. He is a compassionate father. He is intimately concerned about the things that concern us. Okay. Sarah was not looking at God through the lens of Abraham. She wasn't saying, God, you're like Abraham. She was not looking at God through the lens of her father, her biological father, Sarah was looking at God through the lens of who she knew him to be, faithful. And I believe that if we don't have an experience with God as faithful, this is something we can ask for. We can say, God, I want to be as solid as Sarah was, barren and still believing that she was going to be blessed with a child. Lord, help me to be that solid in my mind to believe against all doubt and all fear and all anxiety and what my daddy did and what my mama did and what my husband did and what all these peripheral people did. Help me to believe against all doubt that you are not like them that you are not like man, that you can be trusted. I believe that if we pray that prayer, God will answer it. He will be faithful to meet us at the very point of our need. I believe that. Okay. Let me say this before I kind of close out. The challenge, another challenge with trusting God is when we have felt like we've been let down before, okay? 
I want to be real tender with this issue because I know some of you out there are watching this and you're saying, I prayed to God, earnestly pray. I believed. I believe the scripture that said now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I earnestly prayed and believed that God was going to come through. I grew up in the church. I memorized Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Kia, I did that. I did all of that. And God did not come through for me. He didn't answer my prayer. He didn't heal such and such. He didn't deliver such and such. He didn't provide such and such. He did not do what I asked him to do. I hear you. I hear you. And let me say, I understand. Because there are some things in my life. Hello, saints, even as I'm talking to you, that God hasn't done for me. And I prayed for years. Plural, 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 plural. Years and 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 years. I'm still praying, still praying, still trusting and believing. Okay. Let me say this. I'm going to share this scripture with you. And this is a scripture. We have heard it. We have recited it. If you've been in the church your whole life, I know you got this one memorized because we say it like all the time, all the time. Romans 8 and 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him. That's you and me. If you love him, lost my train of thought, sorry, it's bad. Who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. The little piece of scripture that we miss, the little piece, the little, little two words that we miss on that scripture is his purpose. Called according to his purpose. Okay, so yes, we pray. Yes, we trust God. We ask him for the things that we desire. We ask him for the outcome that we desire, that we think would be best, God. I know you've gotten everything, but it would work out really good if you did this. I'm not saying I pray to God like that. Maybe he did. But it may not be God's sovereign will. Don't shoot me. I'm just a messenger. It may not be God's will for it to work out in the way that we request. Okay. But the trust comes into play. Just like Abraham and Sarah, they were good and old, good as dead. The Bible says Abraham was good as dead. (laughs) I'm sure that was not his ideal scenario to be running after a toddler with arthritis. No, ma'am, don't nobody want to do that. Nobody to be changing diapers when you might need a diaper. No, ma'am, nobody wants to do that. But that was God's will. Okay, that was God's will. And that's where surrender. Don't even want to talk about surrender. We surrender. We surrender, believing that he knows more than we do. And believing that his will for our lives is better than anything we could create and craft and control and 
manipulate for ourselves. And that's the trust walk, being the toddler, teetering off on the edge of balance and, and falling all over the place. Okay. If you're not there, I totally understand. But what I love about God is just like a parent, just like a parent, a parent is not going to say to their toddler, well, when are you going to start walking straight? When are you going to get your balance together? Well, come on. No, no. The parent is right there saying, come on, come, come on. Oh, look at a little Jimmy. Good job, Jimmy. Good job, Jimmy. That's, that's what we do. The parents, if the child takes one, one step and falls, we're like, oh my God. Yes, you did it. I believe that's how God is with us as we are taking a risk to trust him. I believe at every single juncture, God is there saying, I see you. Come on. Come on. You could do it. He's an encourager. Okay. All right. Take a baby step, a baby step, and then take another one and then take another one. And then take another one, communicating with God, your heavenly father, every step of the way. Let me go back to this familiar scripture that I'm going to pray for you. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding in all your ways. Submit, submit, surrender, not your will, but Thy, not my will, but thy will be done to him and he will make your path straight. Okay. I hope that was an encouragement to you, sis. Please know I'm on the journey right there with you. I didn't even want to talk about this. I did not even want to talk about this. But the Lord was like, you should talk about trust. And I was like, I don't want to talk about trust. Promise you I was like that with God. Anyway, let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for my sisters that are watching this with me. And I pray that you would give them the courage to take a baby step in this area of trust. If they're looking at you through the lens of their father, through the lens of that person that hurt them, that they thought they were going to be there for them and they let them down, they abandoned them, they rejected them, they hurt them, they abused them, whatever they did, God, I'm praying. God, that you will would enable them to view you not through their lens, but through the lens of who you are as faithful, as trustworthy, as accessible, God, as loving, as merciful, as righteous, God, through those lens, lenses, God, that they might see you clearly and know that in trusting you, they can know that you have their best interest in mind, God. I'm asking that you would help my sisters today, God. I honor you, Lord. I bless you, Father. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. I hope that you guys have been encouraged. I should click on the comments. I said I was going to click on the comments last week and I didn't do it. Y'all forgive me. Forgive me. I don't even know how to get to my comments. Okay. Maybe it's not going to happen. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, let's see. Oh, there it is. One comment. Hi, Deborah Cheek. Yes, it is. It is sensitive subject matter that I'm talking about. I want you all to know that next week is going to be pre-recorded because I'm going to a conference so I can learn how to do what I'm doing and get better. 
Okay, so, but please still tune in because I'll still provide a video on you. We're going to stay with this topic of wounds. So I'm going to be picking some different wounds to talk about. Okay, y'all, be blessed. You've been listening to the Hope for Women with Father Wounds podcast, episode 34. Trusting God when you have trust wounds. I hope this episode has been an encouragement to you. And I want you to know whether your dad is deceased, absent, divorced, unavailable, incarcerated, or you don't know who he is. Sis, there is hope for you. Hope to be healed. Hope to be secure. Hope to be free. Completely free. Hope to be satisfied with the love of God. Yes, there is hope for women with father wounds. This was episode 34 of Hope for Women with Father Wounds. I am your host, Kia Stevens. If you are benefiting from this podcast and think it might help another woman, I encourage you to share it with a friend, rate, comment, and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Be sure and check out the links associated with this podcast so you can access several free resources for you. Also, I'm excited to announce that I will be publishing my first book for Women with Father Wounds on March 7th, 2023. So be sure and subscribe to my blog at www.kiastevens.com so you don't miss any updates. Thanks so much for listening to this episode and I hope you will join me for episode 35, being affirmed by God when you have affirmation wounds. Hope for Women with Father Wounds is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. a crazy world out there, moms and dads. I'm Katherine Seegers, host of Christian Parent Crazy World, the podcast that tackles tough topics to help you be a godly parent in an ungodly world. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.